In as strong a photograph as any taken of the brothers together, they sit side by side on the back porch steps of the Wright family home on a small side street on the west end of Dayton, Ohio. The year was 1909, the peak of their fame. Wilbur was 42, Orville 38. Wilbur, with a long poker face, looks off to one side as though his mind were on other things, which most likely it was. He is lean, almost gaunt, long of nose and chin, clean-shaven and bald. He wears a plain dark suit and high-laced shoes, much in the manner of their preacher father. Orville gazes straight at the camera, one leg crossed nonchalantly over the other. He is a bit stouter and younger-looking than his brother, and has a touch more hair, in addition to a well-trimmed mustache. He wears a lighter-toned, noticeably better-tailored suit, snappy argyle socks, and wingtips. The argyles were about as far in the direction of frippery as any of the right men would ever go. Prominent, too, in the pose, appropriately, are the hands, the highly skilled hands that by the time the picture was taken had played a substantial part in bringing miraculous change to the world. To judge by the expressions on their faces, they had little, if any, sense of humor, which was hardly the case. Neither liked having his picture taken. Truth to tell, one reporter wrote, the camera is no friend either to the brothers. But what is most uncharacteristic about the pose is that they sit doing nothing, something they almost never succumb to. As others in Dayton knew, the two were remarkably self-contained ever industrious and virtually inseparable. Inseparable as twins, their father would say, and indispensable to each other. They lived in the same house, worked together six days a week, ate their meals together, kept their money in a joint bank account, even thought together, Wilbur said. Their eyes were the same gray-blue, though Orville's were less predominant and closer together. Their handwriting was quite alike, consistently straight and legible, and their voices so alike that someone hearing them from another room had trouble knowing which one was doing the talking. If Orville was always noticeably better dressed, Wilbur, at five feet ten, stood an inch or so taller, and as would be said, more often in France than in Dayton, women found him somewhat mysterious and quite attractive. Both loved music. Wilbur played the harmonica, Orville the mandolin. At work they sometimes found themselves spontaneously whistling or humming the same tune at the same time. Both were strongly attached to home. Both liked to cook. Biscuits and candy were Orville's specialties. Wilbur took pride in his gravy, and for the Thanksgiving or Christmas turkey insisted on taking charge of the stuffing. Like the father and the sister Catherine, the brothers had tremendous energy, and working hard every day but Sunday was a way of life, and if not on the job, then at home on improvements. Hard work was a conviction, and they were at their best and happiest, working together on their own projects at the same waist-high bench, wearing shop aprons to protect their suits and ties. Everything considered, they got along well, each aware of what the other brought to the task at hand, each long familiar with the other's particular nature, and always with the unspoken understanding that Wilbur, 
the older by four years, was the senior member of the partnership, the Big Brother.